Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to episode 178 of the Nile or Nine podcast. It's myself, Nile and Andrea Cleary here. How are you doing, Andrea? I'm good, Nile. How are you doing? I'm warm I'm again. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, you're 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 feeling the warmth. You're feeling the love. warm again naturally. Um, but yeah, I'm good. Uh, it's a nice sunny day. Sure. Look, it's summer. We're still on summertime. I'm still on summertime. I don't know if you are, but uh, yeah, we we did a nice old episode last week about festivals and stuff we've we've gone to, uh, and since then I sat in an armchair and watched a lot of uh, festival coverage. My fourth uh, festival in yes. four weeks, which uh, this time it was on the TV, uh, which is of course Glastonbury, and uh, I have to say. Well, I had a great weekend as well. I was still out a few times, and but I still managed to fit a lot of Glastonbury mm. in, Glastonbury watching this month. So it was great. I was just it was such a novelty to have it back again to be able to see all of it, and just be able to like the iPlayer is great. Being able to tune in to five different stages all at once, it just really it was. I, I didn't take it for granted anyway. Mm. Let me tell you that. Let me tell you that. So yeah, I didn't have the luxury of, of the iPlayer, but uh, I was able to switch between BBCs one, three, and four, one, two, and four. Um, and even even that level of coverage was pretty brilliant, to be honest. Like they were the coverage was excellent, um, as you'd expect from the BBC. Yeah. But um, give us the iPlayer, BBC. I I sent them an email a few yeah, years well, ago, and I was like, here, I like. People are willing to pay for the iPlayer if you just like just just give it to us. Like, can we have the iPlayer, please? Um, and they they noted my um my suggestion. So you know, any day now. Uh, but yeah, the coverage was absolutely fantastic. It was really really great. Um, the Saturday night was my, you know, I was really 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 excited for Paul, and he was fantastic. Um, he was absolutely brilliant. We put on the coverage, say at about like five every day, four or five every day and just kind of watched it for the evening then. And yeah. it was great just being able to like, 
just watch the whole festival from the comfort of your couch get up and make a cup of tea whenever you want to especially having been to a festival this month as well it was like ah yeah I I think I probably would have been a bit more jealous of the people who were physically there had I not camped kind of very very recently um and remembered uh exactly what it's like to do that but yeah it was it was absolutely Mm -hmm. brilliant I really really liked this year's um this year's Glastonbury and I haven't even gotten through like all the sets that I want to watch online. Um, oh, they're still putting them still up. Putting them yeah, up. They're, the... they're not putting up kind of full sets yet. Um, well, the iPlayer does have a lot of full sets. If you if you get an LVPN going, no. uh, it is great for yeah. that. I watched quite a yeah. few of them. Um, look, it's worth it's worth having a look at. I have to say, I was not impressed with Maka on Saturday. Are I you serious? Pretty. Yeah, his voice was awful. He's 80 he years was, old. He was weak. Yeah, I know, but he can actually sing better than that. I think his voice was gone a bit, to be honest. I, I think he needed a few back and I disagree. I thought he was. I, I thought he was absolutely outstanding. Well, I mean, your your love is blind. My love is not blind for Paul McCartney. My love is not blind for musicians. Um, it's your 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 Instagram page is basically just a Paul McCartney tribute. <laughs> your Instagram stories page. I, I have I have I, know, a, he, I have a Paul stories, but um, no, I th- I thought he was outstanding. Um. Like he was, he was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. He played for what two and a half hours or something, full of no quantity is not quality necessary. But okay. uh, you know, uh, I you just can just it, have I that opinion bit, and uh, and be wrong. But I thought he was absolutely outstanding. Eight, eighty years of age, like he. I mean, yeah, great for him. Uh, I just felt it. I felt it was a bit. I don't know. I was really excited about it, and then I put it on. I was like, this is not really what I wanted. What did you <laughs> I want? I don't know. Did you want the Beatles? I mean. No, I didn't want the Beatles uh, necessarily. No, I wanted. I don't know. I just felt the first hour and a half was real. It was a bit of a drag or something. It was just it seemed to drag for me a bit. Um, a lot of different choices that I wouldn't have expected. I thought it could be a bit more of a uh, greatest hits or something. I don't mm. know. Like, I mean, it it, it anyway, was it was a greatest hits. Really he just he just me. played. I a know lot when of... you look technically over all of it, it looks. No, just didn't didn't really work for me. I didn't really enjoy it. And that's that's what it comes back to. Fair enough. Till the end, and it really like got going. I think he, I just felt like he needed some backing singers or something as well. Mm. Like really something to to lift it. And by contrast, then like you're looking at the likes of Kendrick on Sunday. And Jesus Christ, I couldn't. Well, believe Ke- what yeah, Kendrick was, was a completely there. different. Show. Like the three headliners actually were were very very different. Like Billie Eilish, very stripped back, basically just just her and Phineas on the stage. I thought she did an excellent job. Um, I thought the sound was was good for her considering how she sings like she sings quite um quietly and then loudly you know the, the, there's a lot of kind of different dynamics in, in in her voice that you kind of have to deal with if you're dealing with that kind of sound especially on that size of a stage um there were a few moments during her set where I thought she could have done with a bit more on the stage um but only once or twice really and then the rest was was fantastic um Paul I thought was excellent um was one of the best Glasgow uh uh, performances I've seen uh, certainly of a man of his age uh, and a man of his kind of back catalogue and then Kendrick was obviously um, completely and utterly outstanding just mesmerizing like it, it, I was texting you know in, in the whatsapp group the, the previous two nights and then everything leading up to Kendrick um, we were all like okay what what channel are we switching over to now and like it was like we were all kind of watching together but then once Kendrick came on I, I had to put the phone down and really like pay attention to it because there was so much going on with the dancers yeah, and the visuals the ones, yeah. and with him as well I just I, I couldn't take my eyes off him like his his performance even just like how, how he looked like in his face how he looked you know he, he looked really kind of 
solemn and serious sometimes. And there was one moment where it looked like he was like maybe going to crack a smile. And I was like, oh my God, is he going to smile? You know, it was just, I was so captivated by, by how much he gave to that performance. I thought he was, he was yeah. outstanding. I, yeah. I wonder now if it's going to be a once off or is it a preview of what's come when it, when he arrives in, in yeah, Dublin? Is this the kind of debut of the show? Interesting because the way it was set up, it kind of it was like a greatest hits as opposed to this is the Mr. Morale, um, you know, tour. Although it seems to be, I would imagine we were going to get those dancers again. I was interested in their garb as well, their like what they were dressed mm. as exactly. And I couldn't quite figure out, I'm looking forward to, I haven't seen anything yet. But yeah, I loved how he was dressed as well. I the thought the, was, the, the crown yeah. of thorns was brilliant, like, did not expect the. The blood in the in the in the last song and uh, it was oh it's just absolutely fantastic and ma- managed brilliantly like I, I can imagine that it it was a bloody it was a lot of hard work went into you know managing that that stage production just nobody put a foot out of place he didn't put a note out of place like everything was very very meticulous um and some people like that yeah. and some people don't like some people don't like uh, performances to be that kind of regimented but on his I, he had a fair few, like, uh, uh, you know, gaps as well at the same time in between those kind of chapters that he was doing, you know, and it was it was interesting the way he did it with breaking up by album and all that kind of mm. stuff. And I think it was, yeah, I mean, it was broke up by album, but then also interspersed with, you know, some songs from the new album as well. And I thought yeah, the songs from so the new album sounded great. Um, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, but it was, it was wise to do that I think now, so. not, not just play the album back uh front to back that's what i thought was going to happen when he started it and uh but look i mean i had the whole weekend last weekend i was just watching i was watching so many sets there was a uh, we started with the likes of confidence man on friday afternoon and um i get into them in a bit but uh stuff like jesse ware who i saw at Primavera, and i was just like seeing her up close on the tv it was like ah this the nuance that i missed like in the flesh mm. Uh, I saw here the likes of Little Sims, who I still regret not seeing last December in the Academy in Dublin here, uh, two days after World of Voice, I think it was. Uh, and then seeing stuff that I had seen recently, like Bicep and Megan Thee Stallion again. I watched Bicep and I, I was like, this is not, well. this is, just sitting on a couch and watching this is not the vibe. I switched it off about halfway through. I was like, I was like no. Yeah, I thought it looked looked really good. It but, did, you know, but after is, a while I got a live, bit. I was just like, mm, yeah. Yeah, this is. Um, I enjoyed Fortet's uh, whole set, actually. That was great. Um, just listening to it from the other player as well. That was great. I really enjoyed that. And was uh, the likes of uh, just like dropping into stuff like Big Teeth and, and seeing Obviously, they're an amazing band, and, and just getting to watch that self esteem as well. Of course, it really felt like a moment. There was a lot of tears uh, on the Saturday or Sunday. Sunday when I was watching it, there was a lot of, uh, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, self esteem uh, shed a few tears. It was uh, uh, Sam Fender, Joy Crooks. They were all got a bit emotional, and why not? Because you know these are uh, acts who have not got the chance to play the Glassbury yet before, uh, and finally getting to do it. After you know, tr- nearly three full years essentially, mm. uh, I was also really impressed with the likes of Olivia Rodrigo, who you know, great. obviously a lot of a lot of the people um, on stage were talking about uh, what was happening in America with the Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade, and uh, I thought she, for a nineteen-year-old, like basically Disney adjacent star, what she said was uh, 
was very clear and honest and uh, you shouldn't hold back. I was like, I'm, she said, uh, I'm terrified that so many women and so many girls are going to die because of this. Uh, I wanted to dedicate this song to the five members of the Supreme Court who have shown us at the end of the day that they truly don't give a shit about freedom. I was just really impressed. And then she brought out uh, Lily Allen and did Fuck You. So I thought that was a nice cathartic moment as well. There's just... There's just so much there to watch mm. as well. I enjoyed no, still, Noel Gallagher um, and his high F and B's. Um, I thought I thought they were great. Like I've never ever listened to any of their music, like any of Noel Gallagher's like yeah. newer music. And I thought it all sounded great. The band were fantastic. Um, and then he did a kind of a Oasis greatest hits thing at the end then as well, uh, which was which was fantastic. Um, he's he's such a good performer. He's as good now as he ever was, you know. Um, and he's he's getting on a bit as well. So yeah, I really enjoyed him. He was on before Paul on um on Saturday. Um, Harry and I had a bet going that he'd come out um during Paul's set, but he obviously didn't get the invite and in, and uh, in the way that Bruce mm. and uh, Dave Grohl did. Um. Not quite, not quite that level. Not quite that level. No, no. I think it would have meant so much to him. But then he he was interviewed after Noel was interviewed after the gig, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm going off to get a sandwich and catch up with, try and catch up with all my friends who are all already drunk. So I have to go and like sink a lot of pints now." And I was like, "Never change, Noel." Um, but <sighs> uh, yeah. And then my my friend Carlo pointed out in the WhatsApp group while we were watching Paul when um when Dave Grohl came out that um he reckoned that was his first like public appearance or certainly performance yeah um since Presumably. since terror died and you know I, I just wonder like what him and paul talked about because obviously paul has lost um well he, he lost one band member um very suddenly and has lost another bandmate as well in the past and yeah i just wonder if they if they spoke about it or anything and yeah he did he, he mm. looked like dave Grohl looked as though it meant a lot to him um and what what a what a lovely way to kind of you know come back to performance you know with with a hero at a at Glastonbury I thought that was that was really sweet um and I'll never get over people yelling Bruce and how much it sounds like boo like I just I'll never <laughs> I'll never get used to that like I've, I've never seen Bruce Springsteen live I would really like to um but it just, it just, it does really feel good because he walked out and I was like, are they booing him? And Harry was like, no, they're saying Bruce. And I was like, okay, yeah. I just always forget that that's a thing. Um, if I was yeah. him, I'd be like, please stop doing that. <laughs> maybe some people are booing. I was saying boo but um, uh, yeah. No, they were not Yeah, I thought Bruce not. was great. He was fantastic. God, he's looking looking better with every year that goes by. <laughs> he's really on a bell curve. How does, he do, How does, How he, do does he do it? You know. Um, and then, yeah, Dave Grohl coming out in his Abbott uh, hoodie at the end uh, was really the icing on, on the cake of that set for me. Yeah. I wonder will I be able to buy that hoodie on Sunday because I'm going to. You see are. You going to? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we need to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, do we have next week's episode sorted? Then <laughs> are we just going to talk about <laughs> Abba again? Yeah. Are you uh, excited for it? I'm, I'm going to. Absolutely, yeah. of course. Mm. Yeah, I, I uh, pal of mine went last week, and he was not a big fan mm. at all of Abba at all. He was like kind of dreading it a bit because Parler was going was the main driver of this gig, and uh, he sent me a text as soon as he left, and he was just like, "No, that was some of the most incredible things I've ever <laughs> oh, seen." Oh, that's great. Well, I'm not going to spoil it for you. I just, just you can't. I can't wait for you to oh, see. It. I was like, brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, I mean, I've heard nothing but good <laughs> that's things. What I wanted to hear. Um, I, I still yeah. think nobody understands exactly what's going on there with the holograms and stuff. But, you know, you don't need to. Just well, it's not it. holograms. My understanding is it's high definition screens. But what I what I want 
hopefully Sunday will answer, well, I should answer because I'll be there, is that how do screens then look like they're also present in 3D? I don't understand are, that part. My question you know is, I mean? are ABBA going to be in the building? Are they there? No. Okay, so they're not no, there God, at all. No, they're only there the first night. No. Okay. Absolutely not. Okay. Definitely not. They're just there. They were there the first day opening night and that was it. And I mean, this thing is running until January or February next year or something like that. So, and then it's probably going to move cities. So it's a custom built um, venue. Would you say it's still possible this. to get tickets like for later in the year or is it like extremely Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Oh really? Like, there's, 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 there's like two or, there's like matinee shows. It's like, oh, it's going on. I'd it's, love it's a like matinee show. 10 shows that. a week. That'd be great. Go to that, then head yeah, out to dinner, just, then go to Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> just have a day in London. There you That'd go. be lovely. Yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. going to look into it. That's the plan. That's the plan. That's my Sunday. And then on uh, Friday, going to see LCD Sound System in Brixton Academy. Very good. As well. Just, uh, you know, kind of uh, a post-pandemic treat for myself. <laughs> Basically, it was like, oh, I'd like to see them again. That'd be nice. And they're only playing in London, so I'll go and see them. Wasn't, uh, didn't so. they uh, perform at some, like nft conference uh, or something uh, <laughs> i saw it was some uh, <laughs> festival ape fest uh, or something like that and it's just full just, of tech bros <laughs> oh, God, it's just like the the tweet i saw was a video of um some guy who's some bitcoin bro who's uh <laughs> ape bro uh. who's at thing and he just put vibe into lcd sound system and just put up a video of, of the band playing and no one paying attention. Uh, this, is, this is exactly what it's like to DJ for like tech people and web summit and live gigs at for the have web you summit have you done those like sorts that. of oh, like corporate kind of event things I before? Yeah, actually, in fairness, no. I, I it's it's been fine for me, but I think for like a live for a DJ mm. for a live act, sometimes just people just don't care. They yeah. just don't care, and they're there to network, and that's fine. And we're just like no one wants to see. I'm sure James Murphy and all got well paid for that gig, but Jesus. But like, what if they were paid in be, NFTs? Be. Like, because you can't. Definitely I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if, if you can like be seen to be paying people not in crypto if you're organizing a crypto conference. Like, they were probably paid in like oh, in Bitcoin. <laughs> no way. No way. I'd say he's the cheek. I, the cheek. I think that. he owns an ape. I'm calling it now. I think he owns one. Okay. If I see him on Apple. Yeah, do. Yeah, or is, is, isn't that what all this blockchain stuff is supposed to do? We should be able to see who's owned it at all times. It's all... Uh, it's not like a unique... It's not like a public user ID. Oh, look, there's a cat behind you. Sure uh, it's not. I don't think it's like attributable just directly to somebody. Maybe it is. Maybe you can find if somebody's name is... Who there. knows? I mean, I should, the bot... I don't know, and I don't I don't. The care. bottom is apparently out of the whole <laughs> shindig anyway, so hopefully we'll get to stop hearing about it soon enough anyway what we do want to hear oh, about yeah. is uh the music that we enjoyed in june 2022 yeah so it's summer and i think when it comes around to this time of year obviously you know being away in some of this month there's a lot of time where i wasn't really doing a lot of i was doing obviously i do a lot of new music listening and i don't want to understate that because like every week Every day when I'm sitting here or I'm working, I'm doing something. But there was a lot of time this month where, uh, as we discussed last week, being a Primavera and the likes of that, where you just aren't checked into new music and it's kind of necessary. But also as well with the Glastonbury footage as well, I found myself going back to, you know, other stuff that was on, all the all the acts were on, uh, listening to some of their music as well. Not necessarily new, new, new music. So 
I did put a lot of those tracks in the uh, Patreon Weekly, actually, this week, the Spotify playlist that I put up every week and uh, uh, for Patreon. So that is uh, patreon.com forward slash Niler9 if you want to access to that. There's one every week and uh, and the Discord as well, as you've heard from the Discord uh, crew last week. So, yeah, it's kind of mad. Like this, it's, it's, it's summertime. All the outdoor gigs have started again. Mm. Um, Obviously, Glastonbury brings a lot of acts to the UK and therefore they filter out around Ireland and Dublin and all sorts like Cork and Musgrave Park and uh, up in Belfast for Belsonic and then Fairview Park in Dublin, St. Anne's Park, Trinity. I went to see Michael Kiwanuka um, on Monday night with Gabriel's, uh, which is very good um, in the Trinity uh, summer series. So, and then Marley Park with Green Day and Longitude is on this weekend. So basically everything, it's summer, it's still summer. It's a big summer vibes going on at the moment. And that does actually mean that like new music is starting to slow down a little bit, mm. but it's still quite a lot. So what we're going to do is basically just, you know, here's the best of what we heard. I, but I did spend a lot of, my caveat is basically I did spend a lot of time listening to stuff I already liked this month for the first time in a while. That's the first time since January I probably did that. So um, but I'm going to start with let's start with your choice because I know that um, you've picked loads of uh, bicepy bangers, right? No, you haven't. Big beat manifesto. <laughs> no, you picked an old favorite. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Julia Jacqueline. Like, obviously, I don't know. Like, it's a great song. Let's let's listen to it. Uh, this is Julia Jacqueline's latest track. Uh, I was neon. It sounds like this. That's Julia Jacklin. I didn't pick Julia Jacklin because I knew you would. So uh, I left that one free for you. My <laughs> other list and I was like, oh, Niall's probably picked this. I'll just go in and make sure. And then I saw you hadn't picked it. I was like, he didn't pick it because, because of me. Because it, like, I mean, it's the case with Julia Jacklin. Definitely like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We're not hearing, you know, a mad, you know, divergence in sound here or anything. And I, I just, I never want that. I want her to always be making music that kind of, makes me feel the way that this makes me feel which is just kind of cozy and warm and like just that that lovely little garagey sound with her beautiful beautiful vocals um this is an old song that she wrote for a previous project um 
uh, called Rattlesnake that she used to play drums for uh, back in 2019. And uh, she she came back to the song and, and rewrote it and, and recorded it for the uh, her upcoming album um, Pre-Pleasure, uh, which comes out in, on August 26th this year. Um, and we've already heard um, Lydia Wears a Cross from that album as well, which I think I might have chosen for one of our best of the month before. Or it's it's certainly we've certainly mentioned it on on the podcast before anyway. Um, really really excited for this. Um, I mean we were talking before we were recording about how things are a bit you know it, it, it's a bit scarce uh, in terms of albums right now. But I think you know towards the end of the summer we're really going to start to get um, a lot of great albums. And I, I was I was kind of thinking of, I had Julia Jacqueline in mind when I was saying that you know at, end of August really really mm. nice time. Andrea is starting to like really hyper fixate on autumn mode by, you know, by the end of August. It's, it's the perfect time for me. It's the perfect time for her to, um, to release an album. So, um, yeah, really She's excited. heralding your favorite. She season. is. She's an absolute devil for it. Like she knows, she knows exactly what I want. Um, and she gives it to me. She's, she's great. Um, is she playing here this year? She is. Yeah. November 3rd in Vicar Oh, Street. that's it. Um, yeah. So yeah. It's a day after my that. birthday yeah, as um, well. I mean, why is she, why well, is she so obsessed with me? Like Julia, just <laughs> just on. call me. Like, <laughs> but um, yes, I think I I if I I think I might have a ticket. Someone might have got me a ticket for that already. Um, I'm just, that I'm just remembering now. But um, yeah, she's she's fantastic. She's amazing. I love this song. Um, I love the video. She directed the video herself. Um, she said she rewrote it for her album during a time when she was desperately longing for a version of myself that I feared was gone forever. I was thinking of this song when I made the album cover. This song is the album cover, really. Um, uh, so, yeah, it's uh, and I think as well, she she wrote it not on guitar. Uh, she said, for the first time, I stepped away from the guitar and wrote a lot of the album on the Roland keyboard in my apartment in Montreal with its inbuilt uh, band tracks. I blue tack reams of butcher paper to the walls covered in lyrics and ideas, praying to the music gods that my brain would arrange everything in time. Um, so she's just, you know, gone a bit crazy. And I like that. Um, Lovely. Going, Julia. Lovely. Yeah. Great song. I don't think we heard anything. The band is actually called Rattlesnake. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Um, I don't think we heard it. Sorry. I mean, it looks, I thought I had to check if it was a typo there um, for me on this side. Um, it's a typo on the but, NME as well. Yeah. Oh, it's doing it? this Rattlesnake on um, Yeah. Rattle. Rail snack. Yeah. I, ju- I just checked it. Um, so they never released anything. So another project she started that uh, we never. Yeah, heard I know. From. So that's well, that's good. That's good. There might be more on that in the future. Mm. I'm going to stick with a guitarist and a songwriter. Um, this is a artist called Madison Coningham, and the song is called Hospital. <laughs> Flesh 
So that's Madison Cunningham. She is an LA singer-songwriter and uh, I might see her recently in the Grand Social. My pal uh, Cole brought me along. Um, he he started, he wanted to start this thing of like going to more, well, I mean for himself, going to more gigs. I mean, I go to a lot of gigs, but uh, I think we're still getting back into that phase as well. And this was a nice one because I knew nothing about her um, and I went along with him as, as the plus one and just really enjoyed it. I thought she was kind of she did this kind of uh, early days of St. Vincent thing, which just being a really cool, like angular, uh, interesting, um, expressive guitarist. She played her, the, whole, the entire set on her own. And uh, just, I was super impressed. It was kind of slightly countrified, some of it. This was more hospital is the name of this song. This is more of like, uh, it's definitely more rocky. Uh, it's but it, you can sense her voice mm. there it has a bit of a country influence so she has a second album uh, coming out called Revealer on September 9th and I think she's been picked up by a major label here as well um, and so I'm interested to see what, what happens with her she's Madison Cunningham um, definitely is apparently coming back before the end of the year um, to Ireland so look out for her for that that is Madison Cunningham and the song is called Hospital. yeah I really like that song when I listened to it on the um, on the playlist earlier um, and it reminded me, actually, yeah. just now listening to it, that I also really enjoyed Casey Musgraves um, at Glassbury. She was ah, outstanding. Yeah, sure. um, she's great. There's so much. There's so much music coming out of our there ears. Is. Um, are we to me now, so. or to we? Are we, are we to you? To me? It's to you in the playlist. To you. To you. To me. To um, you. Okay. To so, um, right. Uh, an album got, from me. You got an album. Yeah, album from yeah. me. Um, Jesse Buckley and Bernard Butler um, for all our days that tear the heart is the name of the album um, and the song we're going to play is Footnotes on the Map and it sounds like this Spends its whole life on its wings Beats the wind instead Yes, Jesse Buckley and Bernard Butler. Tell me a bit more about how this came about. Yeah, I mean, she's just a fucking stupidly talented person, isn't she? Like, she's just outrageous. <laughs> um, and I'll just do it all. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just be amazing at literally everything I do. Uh, oh, I'm obsessed with her. Yeah, so they were apparently um, introduced via her, uh, her manager who thought that they would get along. And then through a shared love of... Um, 
bands like Talk Talk, um, they they just kind of came together and start, started writing music together. It's it's a weird one, like because I feel like we haven't heard from um, from Bernard Butler in this in, in as forward facing a, a way as this. I mean, he's produced a lot um, in recent years, but like you know, it, it it just seemed like a strange duo to me because I mean I hadn't really heard her hmm. sing before either. And this came out to... Didn't she sing? I haven't seen the film. She she does sing in that film, though. Isn't she Wild Rose? She I haven't seen film? it. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I don't I, remember seeing I can seeing imagine that, she's sung yeah, uh, in, in films or, or, or on stage before. But, I mean, she really does. Like, it, it's not... Um, like, you, you forget that she's who she is when you're listening to the album. Like, it's a very kind of characterful album um written from from kind of different perspectives i think that song is a good idea of like it, it's a good taster of what the album sounds like um it's it's quite serious um and really quite beautiful as well and i yeah i, I just think it's brilliant like the the pair of them just just seem to have really hit on what it is that the vision is and executed it very very well um it's it sort of for me it came out of nowhere um I didn't I didn't know that it was being released until the day it was released and that might have been me just not paying attention to things but I was like Jesse Buckley hardly and Berta Butler hardly <laughs> you know it must be two other people who have so, like the same names as these two people but um yeah I'd really really recommend putting it on I mean you and I've talked before about those albums that you you know those albums for those days and it's just it's a slow day it's maybe a sunday afternoon or whatever it is you're cooking something that takes a few hours to cook you're making a chili um and you want something in the background to just kind of get lost with um or to go on a walk with or whatever and and it's yeah it's really captivating her voice is wonderful um and they work beautifully together i i I think it's a really 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 strong record and it's gotten very very good notices uh across the board um kind of four stars from the guardian or from the observer and I think four stars in the Irish Times and yeah, it's gotten very good, um, good reviews and I've no idea if they have uh, any plans to continue to make music together or if this is a one-off thing or if she has any more plans to kind of, you know, pursue music. She's a very, very busy woman. Um, but yeah, it's wonderful. I'd really, I'd highly recommend listening to it. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Uh, I saw they were on Jules as well. Oh, I so. missed that. I must have a look at that. Sure. Flat out being... Just being uh, brilliant. Creative and busy yeah. all the time. Yeah, play. She's in that film, Men. Yeah, I'm um, excited to see yeah, that. There was some chat about well. that in the um, in the Discord film group. Um, it seems to be kind of dividing people. Some people like it, some people really yeah. hated it. <laughs> so, um, I saw succeed. her in the, that film, The Lost Daughter, mm. the Olivia um, Coleman mm. one. That was an interesting one as well. Very nuanced. Yeah. Um, as well, but anyway, that's yes, Jesse Buckley and Bernard Butler. So that's your first album. My first album uh, for this month is is an album that didn't come out uh, in June. <gasps> it came out on April first. But look, it's arriving um, as uh, holiday season begins uh, with a song called "Holiday." Uh, this is Confidence Man.
So that's Holiday, a song that uh, just has grown on me over the last few months. And I was like, oh, I remember Confidence Man. That was that band that had uh, uh, that bo- uh, repeat, the boyfriend repeat song uh, maybe four or five years ago. Uh, and were, I know Claire Beck used to play them a lot on TXFM. Mm. That's, I kind of wasn't really paying attention to them since then. And then that song and a couple of others I started hearing, I was like, Hold on, this band have a, a an album coming out on April first, and I ended up watching their um, their uh, launch party on on YouTube because it was broadcast from Australia, I believe, or, or maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just an afternoon thing, um, because they're Australian band. They're four piece, and um, one of the members was formerly in a band called the Jungle Giants, and two of the members, one of those people, and the members uh, wear these kind of black overall kind of like hat things and so they're kind of anonymous but then the singers you hear there are <laughs> they call themselves janet planet and sugar lips and it's all very silly and fun and boppy electro pop stuff and to be honest it's kind of what i needed uh, i'm very surprised recently, that you haven't been that. like on this band from the beginning i just would have assumed that this was like your well thing. i'll tell you why yeah, because I think the first one, the first album they had, Confident uh, Music for Confident mm. People, I think it was called, is is it's a bit, it's a bit gimmicky. Okay. That was twenty eighteen. There was a lot it? of twenty eighteen. Yeah. yeah, it was a bit gimmicky. It like it had a lot of songs like Repeat, which Repeat was like a fun bop, but then they had a couple of other songs on the album like that, and they're very much like here's a spoken word song. We're being funny, mm. um, and it was like oh, this is fine, but it it does great over time. Mm. Don't you know in in a band was another one. Uh, it's fine, like it was fine, it was okay. But I was like, grand, whatever. Um, and then I saw, I think they kept coming up with my YouTube algorithm after I watched that video, and so I kept seeing the live performances, especially of that song "Holiday," mm. and they were on Jules as well. And I was just like, they're really fun, and they don't give a crap, and they're just like throwing themselves around the place. And it's it reminds me of well, the tilt the album came out, and I was like, the first six songs are great. And uh, it dips down a bit after that, but like the first six songs are brilliant, mm. and you're like, okay. The, and they they started singing more, and they, and as opposed to just spoken word stuff. So I went to see them in Vicker Street last With the eleven thirty p.m. start. Eleven thirty p.m. <laughs> and I was just like, this is good crack. And then last Friday, watched them uh, from Prem or watched them from Glastonbury uh, live on the iPlayer, and I was like, ah, oh, they're so they are fun. they're great so crack. I've just been spinning them a lot. They kind of remind me of a a modern 2022 version of like um, a D-Light. Mm. That's what it kind of reminds me of. That kind of vibe. It's like, it's not serious. It's fun. We need more, we need more like uh, boppy electro pop kind of bands, live bands. And uh, they're full of it. And they have, their dance moves are, they've got a great arsenal of dance moves. They just never stop moving. Um I just really like them. They're upbeat bops with hooks galore and it's a lot of fun. And uh, when you need some summery, I mean, holiday, it's a song called Holiday. And I was like, I'm going on holidays. <laughs> this is my vibe for June. Mm. It's summer. I'm doing this. And uh, so it just, it's been, it's in my head all the time this month. So that's why Confidence Man, Tilt is the album I've been listening to a lot. Uh, yeah, certainly first six songs are brilliant on it. Uh, a few few dodgy ones in there but like mostly it's just a lot of fun and uh yeah i love it it's confidence man tilt i definitely go see them again and uh and you should too because they're good crack so there you go 
That's confidence, man. Um, my next choice is um, 150 seconds uh, of dry cleaning. Um, it is the song Don't Press Me, um, and it's from an upcoming record. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about how I feel about the record after taking a listen to this. This is Don't Press Me. Sounds like this. So don't press me from dry cleaning. Um, tell me what you think about this one. I'm interested. I like it. it. Uh, John Parrish produced first record uh, or first song from the upcoming record uh, Stump Work, which is due to be released on October 21st this year. Um, feels soon, definitely uh, since the last one, but that's probably due to me playing the last record a lot. You know what I mean? Um I yeah I really like this song it's short it's sweet I love the whistle in the chorus I like that she was singing a bit more in the chorus I mean she's dangerously close to singing on this on this uh song dangerously close um, to they might actually she sing might actually sing uh, because I do think she has a, a very nice singing voice um, and I'd love to hear her sing a bit more in this record I'd like to hear a bit more uh, by way of melodies uh, even if it is just in the choruses uh, I really like this song my only issue with the upcoming record is the cover art. I don't know. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring this know. up. I knew why did they up. do that? Like, why? I'm not. You can only look at it I'm once. now not going to buy that album. Like, that's literally what's going to happen. Like, <laughs> or I'm going to have to put it in a different sleeve. It's the most disgusting thing. Maybe it's the thing to get it's used to. It's just so yeah, horrible. Because, yeah, I mean, like, the, the artwork for their first record was kind of bad in a kind of a brutalist kind of way. Like, I, I got it. I understood. Like, I think it's the more I looked at it after I bought it, I was like, yeah, I actually, I, I quite like this artwork. But this is just. I mean, go Google it if you haven't seen it. Dry cleaning stump work. Will we describe it in full? I, I've, I've, I literally feel sick if I do it. Yeah, you, you describe it. I can't do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, while Andrea is not going to listen, it's uh, uh, it's a bar of soap with some possible pubic hair or body hair on it. And the body hair is in a shaped in the title stump work. It's so horrible. It's, and it's resting at the end of a bath and it's very lathery at the end and it's it's still wet. And it's so, like it, Yeah, it's not something you want to be no, looking at that much. And like now. look, I'm Fair I'm not one of those people who's like super over the top squeamish about hair. Like if someone finds a hair in their food, I'm not gonna go and like scream or freak out about it or whatever. I'm like, it's only hair. But like I don't know, it's just something about that just how horrible this is. I really hate it. I hate it so much. To put it on your album cover. Your fucking like, album yeah, cover. Like, you know, following up a very, very successful record, I, I'm just like, why did you? I know why they did it. Um, it's, it's not even the most gross thing, body thing I've seen this week. And uh, I don't know if you see, if you follow Brezzy or seen Brezzy's Instagram lately, no. um, but he put up a video of um, 
some wax that he got taken out of his ear. It's absolutely disgusting. Um, know, he had COVID recently. And I'm, went I'm and more got, into that uh, than I am the hair. <laughs> right. He got his ears checked out and uh, what looked like a, a prawn-sized piece of wax got pulled Ooh. out. It was absolutely disgusting. Ooh, I don't. And I couldn't stop thinking about it for about five hours. I don't Monday. mind I was that. Like this is. Gross. I'm gonna be honest. I don't mind that. You know, some some people <laughs> no. watch like pimple popping things, which I I, oh. I find disgusting. I feel like I feel like wax. I mean, I, it it would just earwax would be like I just need one video to be recommended to me on my feed, and I'd click it once, and then I'm gone. <laughs> I'm down the rabbit hole. So I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna well, seek it out. I'm currently off social media, so I'm I'm safe. I don't but, think you'd be able to forget it. Yeah, you, it was a bit like watching that scene an alien yeah you know yeah, I mean? yeah, like yeah something that's being distracted <laughs> from his body that isn't quite um it isn't quite not human quite dead not quite alive oh <laughs> well like our, our thoughts to thoughts and prayers to brezzy and his ear hope you recover <laughs> yeah i hope you recover Niall. speaking of i i was doing i was doing a workout in the house this morning and uh uh doing a plank mm. right on uh, in the living room and uh you know, you do your planks and whatever, and uh, look to my right, and in it, within thirty seconds, the cat in the house had uh, dropped a very small dead uh, oh mouse beside me. Oh my god! No. Uh, I mean, I, like, I mean, oh, thank that, you, cat. Where did that come very from? Very nice gift. Thank you so much. But oh, that's so upsetting. Oh, the poor little. Like, it was very close to me. I was like, oh, oh fuck, and was it, it fully dead? <sighs> Okay. Well, that's something. Yeah, At least it wasn't like writhing around. Yeah. Not the first yeah. time she's done. My that cat is not an not outdoor cat because we live that. on like the fourth floor of an apartment block. So thankfully, it's sometimes I I'll open my bedroom. Did door, you can't get down? Um, to like a spider. Did you can't go downstairs. No, no, she can't go outside. No. Um, we've a, a very large balcony outside, so she goes out there and um talks shit to the birds as they're flying past and gives it loads. And then if one of them right. lands on the balcony, she uh she gets real quiet then actually but um mm. yeah no sometimes i'll open my bedroom door to like a, just a dead spider and i'll be like and then she's like sitting there looking up at me like, like thank you that's very yeah. nice of you thank you um but yeah no thankfully no dead um a, f- a friend of my old housemate went home for a weekend um a few years ago i just remember this now and his cat bobby brought him a dead um like vole was it a vole you know one of those kind of like little creatures that oh. like live under the ground really cute little faces um and they like dig Weird. up all your stuff yeah just brought it to the house as like a extra special present for him being home for the weekend very upsetting yeah uh, yeah well no i'm still getting used to that still getting used to the cat presence. yes yeah um, dogs don't dogs don't, dogs do, don't that. do that no dogs don't no. do that at all no um it's weird weird. anyway anyway (laughs) uh, um from furry rodents to new uh, beginnings tree lovely women (laughs) (laughs) um this is a uh my next choice is actually an album as well because i you know when you you just you hear an album you're like yeah you hear an act you're like i would just listen to an album's worth of those. Well, it turns out you can listen to two albums worth oh. of, of this band because they're called Automatic. Their new album came out uh, last Friday on Stone's Throw. And this is a song from the second album. It's called Ex- Excess. The album's uh, called Excess. And this song is called New Beginning. <laughs>
So uh, that is Automatic, a uh, song is called uh, New Beginning, and their album is Excess. So a couple of months ago, I made a kind of a post-punk new wave kind of dance uh, playlist for the Patreon listeners and uh, supporters, and I think I put one of their songs on it. I think I must have put a few, because uh, I had the likes of Skinner in there as well as the stuff like uh, ESG, Liquid Liquid, um, Conk, Maximum Joy, The Units, uh, bus tetras so there was a lot of that kind of music that is um it it falls between a venn diagram between like dance electronic and uh post-punk and mm. new wave so these are the latest kind of uh trio to do that kind of thing and they do it across the whole album they are izzy uh, lola and hallie three cool names um, cool name. from la and uh the just a really lovely album of, of that kind of vibe. It's uh, It's got a bit of pop smart. It's got a bit of the post-punk thing. It's new wavy. It's got uh, it's just really lovely production as well. And I think that's the other thing. A lot of that kind of post-punk new wave music is, um, you know, it's, it's very old. And so it's interesting to hear when someone does it with um, modern production techniques and how they do mm. it. So uh, I really like this a lot. It's great. They're a band called Automatic, not the easiest, certainly easy enough to find on Spotify and streaming services, but not if you're Googling them, it's not the best. Mm. Uh, automatic underscore band, I think, is their thing on social. So you can find them there. Uh, Excess is the name of the album anyway. Uh, Stone Throw, very reliable label, of course, mostly releasing hip hop stuff. So uh, yeah, a great thing to uh, delve into. They say their second album, uh, Rise to the Imaginary Edge, where the 70s underground meets the corporate culture of the 80s. Uh, that fleeting moment when that was once what was once cool turned and became mainstream, all for the sake of consumerism. So that's some of the reasons why apparently they made this album. So um, corporate culture and extravagance. Uh, I think you see that in the videos and stuff like that mm. as well. So you can check that out. They're very cool um, design, art design for their record as well and uh, some of their press photos. So, yeah, really into that. Cool. Yeah, they sound right up my street. I'm going to listen to that album today. Um, okay, so my next choice uh, is, I think, yeah, uh, Anamika, new song, Twin. Um, first time hearing from Anna since uh, early 2020, I believe. Um, so this is, uh, this is a truly, truly wonderful song. I absolutely love this. Uh, this is Twin. Faint memories, corrugated hindsight, same few words and same thing repeating. Plastic flowers cast across the tarmac, dogs in the ditches, dull eyes from the fumes. Lost in the music there. <laughs> Didn't even realize you'd come back. Uh, Anamika Twin, uh, there. Yeah, like I said, first time we've heard from her since um, 
the album uh, Idle Mind back in 2020. That was a big uh, early lockdown album for me. Um, I think her label very kindly sent me the LP of it and I wasn't familiar with it before and I put it on and just listened to it for for days and days and days. I loved, I absolutely loved that record Um, and haven't returned to, you know, like there's something about the music that I listened to in like the first lockdown that I found it hard to kind of return to. So I haven't found myself returning to that album. But then when I saw that she'd released this, I was like, yeah, I'm ready again now um, to get back into anime because she's playing um, another love story um, in August, uh, I believe. And yeah, I, I just think she's such a talent. Um like she's, she's got such a beautiful voice. She's a wonderful way of kind of structuring songs. Like there's a great, there's a great movement in this song. There's a great sense of movement um, and a great kind of inventiveness in, in the chords she uses. And yeah, it's just, it's really, really lovely. Like you just, you do find yourself just becoming completely lost in it. Um, and it's, I think it's about five minutes long. Is that right? Five minutes, 18. Um, but like you, you don't feel that go by. You kind, you kind of get to the end of it, and you're like, oh, more please. <laughs> so, um, I, I actually, I don't have information about um an upcoming album in front of me. I don't know if you know what the story um, is with that. Uh, did I say anything about that one? I think it's no. I don't think there's anything announced okay. yet. But uh, there certainly is a band playing on this, including Rosie yes. Plain from This Is the Kit. Uh, Matthew Jacobson, you may have seen a lot on behind a drum kit on Irish gigs. Ryan Harrigan, of course, uh, on uh, synths and piano. He normally he plays a lot of uh, sax as well with Kojak and Rachel Lavelle mm-hmm. and Cor Venus Loney on strings. Um, I don't think there's anything being announced yet in terms of uh, an okay. album or anything like that. Yeah. But I would presume later in the year we might hear when, when those leaves start turning brown. I'm just saying, Anna seems like a good time for it um yeah i but i like what she says uh, the song touches on memory versus reality and the romanticization of certain memories and i like that um it's a song about that but it's also a song that you could imagine somebody would listen to while kind of carrying out that act like it is it's, it's quite a romantically produced song um it's a very it's a mm. it's a it's a very singular vibe very cozy very warm very autumnal, I'll say it. Um, and yeah, just beautiful. I think her voice sounds wonderful. The lyrics are are fantastic. And yeah, I, lo- I love this. And uh, I did go back and listen to Idle Mind again. And uh, I'm, I, I was ready for it, which is really nice. Um, and yeah, it's a wonderful Good. album. I really, really like her. Lovely. Lovely. Well, another album from me then, because that was, seemed to be the vibe this month. Because um, there's no point just picking. We I have picked this band before. But uh, yeah, they're like be- different. Th- they're becoming little mainstays on the podcast. I quite like it. Yeah, I I don't know how this happened, but uh, Robocobra Quartet. Thanks a million. Your album uh, "Living Isn't Easy" is lovely. Yeah, and I'm gonna play it a song. Very good. Some of a bit of a nine minute song from them called uh, "Chromo Sued," and then we come back. <laughs> Shit flat, 
Got keys. Got out. Shit house. Shit flat. Got keys. Got out. Shit house. Shit flat. Got keys. Got out. Shit house. Shit flat. Got keys. Got out. Shit house. So Chromo Suit is a nine-minute track from the album Living Ain't Easy. Uh, chiefly concerned with the Irish housing crisis. That line there is shit house, shit flat, got keys, got out. Um, and there, Belfast post-punk jazzy experimental band uh, Living Isn't Easy is their second album, I want to say. Am I right there? Am I saying that correctly? Um, I believe it is maybe the third, actually. Um, been around for a while since 2016, um, 2014, but yeah, two albums, that's the third album, sorry, so Living Isn't Easy. Uh, we pre- previously played the song Wellness, uh, which uh, takes those lyrics, um, their entire lyrics from a Sunday Times article about uh, wellness influencers, which is very, very funny. And then there was um, a, a, l- a little remix I, with, with uh, yourself that they put on, uh, <laughs> was it their TikTok or their Instagram or something? It was very, very funny. Yeah, I, think I enjoyed so. that. I for, yeah, I forgot about that. I must, uh, yeah, I must, must leave that out again. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Where they put my words over the song. Yeah. Can I wonder if I, if I can find it here and, uh, and and really close the loop on this experience um, completely. If I'm, I, I mean, uh, guys, I'm leaving it open. I am available to be sampled. That's all I'm saying. I was saying that one of their, like, uh, one of their, tune, one of their new tunes could actually be a, uh, a, um, you could sample that and make a good rappy out of it. Oh, so, well. you know, the song, what song was it? Uh, Kill More Close, I believe, mm. maybe. Um, uh, really, really lovely. And uh, like, it's that jazzy experimental stuff. Now they do, I've seen even Chris uh, Ryan, who's essentially the, the visible member, the leader of this group, saying uh, <laughs> when the album came out, it was like, hey, we're going to ruin Sprechig sang, yeah. or whatever you say that word. Uh, Forever, uh, like the spoken word, the German word for spoken uh, word delivery, which, you know, dry cleaning technique is and a lot of bands at the moment technically are. But like, it's not really like that for me. It's not like here's some playing guitar mm. and uh, they do lots of stuff. I think Robocop recorded it's quite imaginative. It's quite uh, the arrangements are quite interesting and uh, expansive. And there's lots going on there. And there's uh, they, they do wig out a fair mm. bit as well. I so. think there's a great clarity uh, to, yeah, to the way the, the way they use the Sprechgesang thing. Like it's not it's yeah. not kind of um very like a, a lot of that current um spoken word post punk stuff, which this band aren't, but um a lot of that is is very like the lyrics tend to be a bit obscure. And I I quite like how upfront this band are about what it is that they're saying, what it is that they're mm. writing music about. Um True. there's something yeah, they write about actual Yeah, there's something really refreshing about, about things, that. I mean yeah. I, I, I love dry cleaning and I love them for f- exactly for their obscurity in, in, in their lyrics, but um but this is a nice kind of another side uh to to that spectrum because we we don't need more bands who are doing what dry cleaning are doing or doing what that sort of, i mean we, we were starting to get a bit saturated but it's great to hear like a, a a jazz band sound like this like a kind of a you know it's, it's it's hard to put your finger on what it is that they're doing and i think that that's what is exciting about them um and they have a great sense of humor um as well which i really really like in a band um but it's not they're not only 
that that's not all it is that it's backed up by by serious playing talent um and yeah I, th- I think they're great they're such they're just such a breath of fresh air i think they're great yeah here is that um that the clip, clip. <laughs> close the loop on this all me this is <laughs> me me on the podcast uh in song form uh over their song wellness reading out the the lyrics to wellness and the article that inspired it uh, the first thing I do is scrape my tongue using a copper tongue scraper to get rid of the toxins that accumulate over. I give my body, which has 7.5% fat, just enough food for energy. Eating is for fuel. I'm strict as hell 90% of the time, but relax the other 10% of the time. Once a week, I'll eat chips and have a drink, usually a Negroni, which is the most ketogenic. On Saturdays, I follow my hyperbaric oxygen therapy with a magnesium and amino acid. <laughs> there you go. That's uh, that's all of it now. That's all of it now. We can close that. That's Robocop Quartet. Album's very good. Living isn't easy. Uh, third album from them. Belfast Band. Yes, thank you. Andrea Cleary, your next choice. My next choice is uh, someone I was hanging out with this morning. <laughs> Hello. Little rockstar Ooh. lifestyle here. Um, yeah, I'm going to do a little plug, actually. Um, I did a... a bonus episode of my favorite album an emergency broadcast episode of my favorite album with alva Reddy this morning um because herself maria kelly and may Kay are putting on a avril lavigne night tomorrow night celebrating 20 years of uh, let go by avril lavigne the greatest album ever made um so got alva in this morning and we just had, had a little gush about it but um regardless of whether or not i Lovely. was seeing her this morning um her new track a mess is um uh, definitely one of the best tracks I've heard uh, this month, if not the best. I think it's a brilliant, brilliant song. Uh, great music video as well. Uh, someone else who has who has a, a great kind of sense of humor, uh, especially in kind of music videos and stuff. Um, but yeah, this is a mess by Alva Reddy. It sounds like this. It's already with a mess. So is this? Uh, you can give us the inside scoop. Is this uh, from a new album? She's based in London now. Yeah. Right? She's uh, she's in a new chapter of her new career, chapter her life, of maybe. her career of her life. Yeah. Um, so the album is finished. Um, I don't know when it's going to come out, but I think it's m- maybe later in the year. Um, but I'm open to correction on that. Um, yeah, I just think this is great. I think Alva is a great melody writer. Um, kind of first and foremost, she's a great ear for melodies. Um, and then when you kind of when you pair that with the kind of distorted, the grungy guitar and in, in this track, the the kind of grungy vocals as well. Um, I just think it's lovely. Yeah, it's got great pace, great lyrics. Um, it's it kind of works as a pop song as well. Like you can you can dance along to it. It, it reminded me a bit of like a kind of a, a pressure to party on on Julia Jacqueline's uh, crushing album. 
um yeah i just think it's 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 really great i've been playing a, a lot this month yeah since it came out yeah definitely hear julia jacqueline influence yeah. there um and nothing wrong, nothing with, wrong that. with that nothing oh, wrong with that no. child we don't mind that here lovely lovely yeah um well we're in the middle of festival season and i'm still looking i'm looking ahead to some of the festivals that i'm actually djing at playing on the other side on july 9th and uh all together now uh on the sunday i believe closing one of the stages so that'll be interesting and then doing great. their lumo on the saturday so basically i'm <clears throat> trying to make some more concerted effort to devote maybe an hour uh of not each day but most days to doing some dj practice and I think a part of that, I've been listening to this song this week and kind of going, hmm, this Practicing, might find Pressing a button somewhere. on the laptop, is it, Niall? What? Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> pressing a button on the desk, excuse me. That's all them and DJs do these many days, buttons. just pressing a button on a laptop. So that's all we do, we press buttons. <laughs> you press buttons, you're pressing buttons when you're writing articles, yeah, you're pressing it. buttons when you're playing yeah. tunes. Sure, it's, it's all the same. one, really. Um, so this is a Sworn Virgins remix of Hot Chips, down which uh, yeah you might hear some at some time this summer if you come and see me play That's a big festivaly banger from uh, Sworn Virgins is the remix. Uh, Hot Chip Down is the original. Uh, Hot Chip of a new album out in August as well uh, called Freak Out Release. Um, and that track is one that I released a few months ago. It uh, features a sample of uh, Universal Togetherness. Um, and that's the sample you can hear there as well. And Sworn Virgins are a duo. Uh, the singer is, the ba- is from the band Warm Doucher called Clams Baker. What a... Uh, I presume that's a made-up ma- name. It should be, if it isn't. Uh, he should make that name <laughs> up. If it, uh, it doesn't sound like a real name at all, does it? it sounds like something you something you might see in uh, the t- or the game Leisure Suit Larry or something. Clams Baker. Um, I understood anyway, some of what I don't you know just who said. There <laughs> that's fine. Somebody will understand me. Uh, a weird, this weird game I used to have on What's PC years ago. Leisure Center Quartet? What was it? <laughs> Leisure Suit Larry. Okay. It's like I think it's actually a bit like I don't think it, I don't think it had the full version, and I think actually the full version was pretty like explicit and probably definitely not PC in terms of uh, pretty correct, not personal computer these <laughs> days. Um, I I think it was I think the whole vibe of the game was like you had to like 
basically get with women. I think. Oh, fun! <laughs> like the like the real yeah, life. I think the it game. Was something like, <laughs> yeah, I think it was something. Yeah, something pretty. Now I'm just remembering that. I'm like, hmm, that's mm, weird. There you go. Anyway, uh, Cam's Baker is his name. Warm Doucher is the band. Uh, Sworn Virgins is the remix, and uh, Down is the song. And Hot Shaper, the original band. So we are down to our last two choices. Yeah. Um, apologies for that strange diversion. I enjoyed to, it. Um, strange uh, adults teamed uh, PC games of the late 1980s, maybe. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, then. You can bring your kids back into the room. Um, yes. Okay. So my last choice is a is a song um, from 2021. So. Um, uh yeah it's taken me a while to get around to this album i was out on my um my balcony yesterday doing some gardening repotting some plants so obviously i put on courtney barnett um avant gardener which is the song i always put on when i'm gardening uh for obvious reasons and i just sort of let the spotify play through um and it started playing her new album from last year to her, her 2021 album which I, I don't know why I never got around to listening to it it's called uh, Things Take Time Take Time and the first song on it uh, was a single as well it's called Ray Street and I just I had to stop what I was doing because I just thought the song was so good and I listened to it probably about three or four times in a row after that it's um yeah it's one of the best songs I've heard in a while um and yeah I just wanted to bring it to people's attention in case like me you miss you missed out on this album um i think it came out and kind of like one of my pals was saying uh, i i sent it to him and he was saying that i i think it came out like in winter time and to me courtney barnett is like a more of a like languid summer sort of thing he was saying so um people might have missed out on it but yeah this is called uh, ray street by courtney barnett Don't feel so bad, Andrea, but maybe not catching up on Cordy Barnett so soon, as soon as it came out. Things take time. They take time. That's what the name of the album is. So uh, take time. Yeah, I saw her appear at the on the Glasgow coverage. I was like, Things oh, take time, yeah, take I hadn't thought about Cordy yeah. Barnett for a while. I don't know. Why yeah, it was. I, it's wonderful. Yeah, I haven't seen the, the Glastonbury uh, set yet, but I will definitely... Um, definitely kind of go and root it out yeah I was just really floored by this song I was just like oh it was just really nice to hear her again and hear that she's still making great music and yeah I just, I, I'm a really big fan of hers um and I actually I, I listened to the whole album then yesterday like twice all the way through um 
and it's great it's really really great I really like it I've been just sending it to everyone being like do you know Courtney Barnett <laughs> just about you know like you heard this bro <laughs> have, have you ever heard this before you know this chick um yeah so that's my my kind of my nod to something that I that is old but that I've discovered um this month and will be playing quite a lot this year I imagine Cool. Um, speaking of Glasby, actually, one thing I didn't mention, and the one time I was there, the, the, what, the thing I overheard somebody say that I think about every time I was watching, especially over the weekend when I was watching the, the way that people pronounce Glastonbury. So I'm Glastonbury. Walking, yeah, when we're walking through the fields, uh, like the campsite, and hearing these two English people have conversations, like, yeah, see, the Americans say it like the, like the fruit, and we say it like the cheese. So, because <laughs> all the Americans always say, Glastonbury. And then the English like, Glastonbury. Glastonbury. So, it just. <laughs> the fruit and the cheese. That's brilliant. That's a great so way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. I was like, it, just a, yeah. stick, it stuck with me ever since I went, like, whatever that was, like 10, yeah. 12 years ago or something like that. I say, Glast- oh. Glastonbury. Yeah. Glastonbury, that's, but yeah, but the, like the, right. the English said a bit more that. like clothes, like Glastonbury. Glastonbury, you know. <laughs> Glastonbury. Well, look, the, the English say all sorts of things, um, but um, yeah, yeah, there, there was a, there was a bit of that. Uh, I think Billie Eilish said Glastonbury. There was there was a good bit of Glastonbury. I just um, wondered, like, on, on uh, the, the American performers, especially, did they ever just go, "Hold on, we're all saying it wrong because everyone else here says it differently." You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's just like yeah, just, but I mean, just, say saying it in that way might be might be hard for americans to kind of wrap their mouths around you know like it's yeah we're we're a bit closer um but yeah yeah, like english place names when you go over and you're like oh it's like i can't think of an example right now but they they try and trick you that's it's it's to tell that you're not from there because you're going to give you a moment to think about that like saint Saint, like if if it's like saint thomas's they'll be like saint thomas's and it has to be like saint thomas's (laughs) because <laughs> if you say the word saint even though it's spelled out they're like oh you're not from you're not from these parts like, no i'm not <laughs> it's like when you go to cork and you, and you accidentally call uh the collins venue cocklands and people are like you're not from cork i was like you oh really already. okay that's good to know <laughs> that's definitely good to know yeah collins not cocklands Jeez, okay noted. No. Noted. do we have any of that in dublin uh Let's play the next, our final song and have a think about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll have a think okay. about that. Okay. Um, this is from a, a double artist called Analia. Now, every week I do the, I, I listen to, big part of my my, my self-appointed 909 job is that I listen to like hundreds of, of songs every week. Uh, and at irish at 909.com is the place where Irish artists send uh, new music to me. So I, I listen to absolutely everything that gets sent in that guaranteed and this was one of the discoveries I included in the weekly uh, New Irish Tracks to check out this week. And uh, Great New Irish tra- Tracks you should hear this week. Uh, Analia, song's called I Wonder. Let's play a bit of it now. Took out my pains while I thought of you Hues, yellows, and blues, but I cannot choose the colors behind the eyes you hide from me.
So that's Analia, uh, a song called I Wonder. Just uh, a new artist, Discovery, has a few tracks out um, over the last year and a half. That's the latest single. I think it's uh, it's really lovely. And, and I guess it kind of it closed the loop again. Little bit Julie Jacqueline kind of vibe there as well. Um, doesn't have a lot of listeners, so get on her. That's singer-songwriter, indie artist from Dublin, Analia. Um, yeah, you can check that out. Um, but yeah, uh, I added that to a lot of playlists recently uh just really like what she's doing and i think you might too and speaking of place names uh, oh uh, do you have one i don't have uh, one. well dunleary would be pretty hard to pronounce for most people if you don't if you never yeah. heard yeah dalier street dalier street oh yeah dalier street dalier street i thought it was for years when i just saw it on maps like yeah dalier street yeah dalier street i think is is the is is the best one that's perfect yeah. yeah, that'll do. That'll do now. Yeah, that's where that's, that's where I'd, I I get the bus home. Uh, Very good. Very Street. Good. So if you if you're one of my stalkers, add that to your add that to your list of ways to find me. Um, Sorry, I said Annalia uh, Hamilton in there. I think I think it's Sheridan. Annalia Sheridan is her okay. Instagram handle. So check it out. Yeah, Pink Tree Annalia. There you go. Great. Um, do you have All any right. other businesses this month? Um, I mean, I I tell you, I there is a great film that I'd like to recommend if you have not seen it. Um, I have a movie subscription, and I've been really enjoying uh, having that. And I, and I wouldn't watch everything. I wouldn't watch it too regularly, but it's really nice to be able to watch, um, just really good um art house films. And the worst person in the world is one of the best films I've seen this year. It's a, a kind of a it's a it's a drama comedy. All sorts. Um, it's a Norwegian film. Joachim Trier is the director. Um, I found it very moving. And one of those films is really hard to describe because it doesn't have, it does have a discernible plot. It's about relationships, but there's a load, whole load of nuance there. There's a whole load of, mm-hmm. um, it's about meeting people at different points in your lives and, and you know, getting together and talking about the future and, and, and how sometimes those uh, sliding door situations don't seem to happen and they do sometimes and, you know, everyone being in a different position uh, in their own lives. And uh, I found it very moving, actually. Very, very moving. Mm. Uh, really interesting. I've seen the first third of it um, and fell asleep and keep meaning to go and like watch it again and finish it. But uh, I was it, uh, no, that's not, not a slight on the film. I was just very tired when I put it on. Um, yeah. But yeah, I keep meaning to go back and watch it because like the even just the bit that I saw um, had really great performances. Like from everybody, the central performance is excellent, but just everybody that's in it is really good. Um, yeah, so, it's really yeah. good. It's really good. And I uh, watched that the weekend. Yeah. Very hard to make a film like that, which, you know, is is a lot about feeling and about mood and about what it leaves you with. And uh, and they're very mm. small um, ideas in a way, but uh, I really, really love that one. So definitely wanted to shout that out. Um, the other thing I watched in terms of TV was um, a started watching this last night because uh, I read an article about it uh, called Couples Therapy, literally okay. uh, a reality TV show where couples are go to therapy, and uh, it's pretty fascinating, I have to say. Um, so definitely very intimate, and uh, but if you ever wonder what happens behind closed doors at therapy sessions, this is literally a way to have a look at. Wow, uh, it's very very interesting, and it's not it's not sensationalized. I don't think. In the way that like other reality TV, sh- it's not a, it's not a, it's not a crass one. It's trying to, okay. it's a bit more highbrow maybe. Um, but really interesting, yeah. Um, 
Other than that, I, I mean, I don't think I've, I don't think I've been watching anything other than uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, which I enjoyed for what it was. That was, mm. a, that was okay. Um, I have I have a book recommendation. Um, the Sea Women by Chloe Timms. Um, I think my review of it will be out this Sunday in the Business Post. Uh, it is absolutely wonderful. The Handmaid's Tale with Mermaids is basically the the top line. Um, it's about an island uh, upon which there is a very small population um, who are uh, stopped from kind of leaving the island. Uh, it's somewhere in kind of the the Irish Sea or uh, off the coast of England. It's not it's not very clear. Um, there's a, a priest at the center of it all. And, and basically the women on the island are um, kept away from the sea because of the sea women who reside in there. And the sea is a corrupting force uh, for women on the island. So if there's a, ever a, any sort of like, you know, sin or anything, it's due to the sea women and it's due to the corruption of the sea on the women. But also the women in in, in that other way kind of get blamed for like if there's a storm or if something happens to the livestock or whatever um it's like oh well obviously a, a woman on the island has been sinning and then it it kind of turns into this kind of like witch hunt situation it's absolutely brilliant I, it's such a like original like take on that sort of like that style of dystopia like it it, it does have that sort of very um obviously very prescient um thematic material in terms of women and autonomy um and certainly like re- religious influence on women's bodies um but also it ha- it does have that that sort of um like th- that mermaidy thing almost like the shape of water sort of thing it's really really great i cannot recommend it highly enough it's one of the best books i've read this year i really really enjoyed it um and then what are my other two recommend uh, two more oh yeah i started i haven't finished it yet i have two episodes left it's only short i think it's only seven or eight episodes um the midwitch cuckoos uh which is um series uh based on a science fiction novel from the 50s i believe um uh, which is about uh, an english village in which um every woman of like childbearing age um becomes pregnant uh, overnight and uh it kind of follows follows on from that idea um so everyone's pregnant and uh, they have the kids and the kids are very scary um and it's midwich cuckoos because cuckoos um they don't build their own nests for their young. They they lay their eggs in other birds' nests and uh, trick the other birds into thinking that it's their uh, egg. So it's very clever. Um, I've never read the novel. I think I will read the novel after watching it. Um, but who's in it? Uh, what's her name from Line of Duty? Uh, oh, you haven't watched Line of Duty, have you? Uh, I'm um, vaguely familiar with seeing Gogglebox, basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've never watched it, though. I can't remember her name. She plays... Um, um uh Ke- Keely Hawes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. H A W E S. Uh she's in it. Uh, she plays like uh, the child psychologist in it. And yeah, it's got really, really good casts, really good performances. It's well produced. Um it's not like a huge, huge budget, but I think that adds to its charm. Um and very visually engaging show. So yeah, we've two episodes of it left, but we've been really enjoying it. Um and then the other thing I'm enjoying, my last thing is um, 
uh, an audiobook um which is Demon Voices uh, by Philip Pullman, Essays and Storytelling. Um, and yeah, Philip Pullman is one of, if not my favorite author, um, author of the His Dark Materials trilogy and the Book of Dust tr- trilogy. Uh, I'm also listening to The Secret Commonwealth as well, which I read when it came out. But um, I just I need I need a, a book that is familiar to me to like fall asleep to. Um, so I've been listening to that while I'm going to sleep. But um, Demon Voices is yeah. So es- essays on storytelling, um, kind of annotated ones that he might have written um, in like the 90s, and then after like he'll he'll read out the essay and then kind of make any changes or whatever. But um, for anyone out there who does um, certainly creative writing certainly fiction writing but I think writing of any kind um it's it's well worth um a read there's some very practical tips on um story structure and storytelling but also um kind of broader things about like what is the responsibility of of the fiction writer or what is the responsibility of um of writers in general and about like protecting language and uh but but while also making sure that you know we're we're engaged with how how it evolves so yeah if you're at all interested in fiction writing or or in in the english language um i would highly recommend it uh i got it on audible because i forgot i had an audible subscription um and i have like you know the way you get free credit every month i've got like Mm. eight credits and i've I've, like cancelled my subscription but now i have like eight credits to use up um so if anyone has any audiobook recommendations um do let me know i got the complete sherlock holmes as well for when i'm finished the secret commonwealth i can fall asleep listening to sherlock holmes and um but yeah if anyone has any audiobook recommendations i'm uh i'm here for them yeah, I've I've kind of got off the audiobooks recently. Um, yeah, I, do I, I, I do have an Audible subscription. Like the only Amazon thing I have, because um, I'm yeah. trying to get away from them. But it's kind of like just always use. I end up using it every now and again, but only really to like put on as a relaxing thing. Yeah. Really active. Well, if stuff, so. if anyone out there wants to get away from Amazon and still wants to listen to audiobooks, you can download the app Libby L I B B Y, um, and you can. If you have a, a a library card, if you're a member of your local library, um, it's so so easy. You literally just put in your library card number, um, and if you don't know where your library card is, you can get it from the library website. It's very easy. Uh, you put it in, and you have access to like hundreds, thousands of audiobooks and like you know good good ones and if they don't have one you can request it and they'll get it for you and you're supporting your local library so lovely i um, think i actually did try and do that L-I-B-B-Y. i must try it again Brilliant. it didn't work for me yeah so uh, and you can also get ebooks on it you can um so the only thing about the ebooks is if you use a kindle which i do you can't you can't read them on the kindle but you can read them on your phone so if like i i, I do read ebooks on my phone sometimes if i'm out and about and if i've forgotten my kindle but if you have an e-reader like a Kobo or something that isn't Amazon um you can get it on your e-reader which is fantastic and yeah you can get um the Sunday papers you can get like your you can get the New Yorker on it um you can get like the London Review of Books you can get all your magazines like it's free like the library it's like it never ceases to amaze me what great. your local library yeah. can do i mean why not <laughs> why not great. shout out the yeah. library again shout um, out the library yeah never, um, never not give saying how great it is so yeah 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 i, I was only thinking this morning really i need to go library. back i need and I, need, I needed a 
well, I mean, I haven't read anything. I've just been reading New Yorkers as usual. Yeah. Um, so I've been, I've been. Well, I've been if you wanted to read your New Yorker reads. on um on a, a a device, like if you have an iPad or something, and um, if anyone out there is like you know would like to read the New Yorker and doesn't want to pay for the subscription or can't afford the subscription, you can read it for free through through your library. So yes, and we're there again. We're there again. Thank you very much for. Uh, the library have sent you a check in the post and uh, <sighs> yeah <laughs> i i just i've just I, I would work for free for the library if the library want to get wants to get in touch with me and have me do comms for them i will do that <laughs> more than happy to i just I'm love the library. You, library i'm here for you <laughs> we, we here for you we um but yeah you. that's all my recommendations uh, <laughs> we here for, for this you <laughs> we here for you <laughs> <laughs> that's a succession reference it is <laughs> <laughs> lovely lovely okay all right we'll be back next week right See you in July. Patreon.com forward slash 909. We never plugged it. We did. We did. Did we? Okay, we did, well, once no again, harm doing it again. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>